The Sloppy Sorting Hat is a podcast that includes adult language and content, as well as spoilers from your favorite TV shows, movies, and books. It is also a zero-budget production that may sometimes have weird audio quirks. You have been warned, and this is your last warning. It's the Sloppy Sorting Hat. Welcome to Season 3 of the Sloppy Sorting Hat. This is a podcast where we sort characters from our favorite movies, books, and TV shows, but because the hat and we are a little sloppy, we will most likely get it wrong. I'm Danny. I'm hungover. <laughs> and I'm Amanda. <laughs> Today we're coming at you with a new game, an old game, and plenty of other shenanigans because sloppiness uh, finds a way. Dr. Grant, my dear Dr. Satzler, welcome to the Jurassic Park episode. That's, <laughs> That's right. We are sorting the characters for the major blockbuster hit and ever so classic Jurassic Park. And side note, Justin wanted me to say that quote because it's like his favorite quote in the movie. So there you go, Justin. <laughs> You're welcome, Justin. <laughs> but first, we need to get sloppy. Ready, Fred? Ready, George. Awesome, up. I'll start us off. For this segment of Better Beer, I am drinking Daybreak, made by Wolf, Wolf's Ridge Brewery. And this is the better beer of choice for Mick G when she wakes up in the morning and has yet another day ahead of her of dealing with unruly teenagers. She realizes she needs something a bit stronger than ordinary coffee. So nice. this is... <laughs> <laughs> so this is... Um, from a brewery in Columbus, Ohio. One of my Um, favorites. Yes, love this beer. And I saw it in, actually, I was going to get some tequila for uh, Cinco de Mayo. And I saw this beer and I was like, oh my God, I love this beer. I have to get it. And it was just like a little side um, liquor store. So it's fun. Um, But it it is a coffee vanilla cream ale that is light-bodied, brilliant, clarity, iced coffee, it is 5% and superbly delicious. And this is actually the beer that introduced me to coffee beer. And I became obsessed. Mm-hmm. It's actually like a lighter beer, which I thought was super interesting because I would think that coffee beers would be dark and most of them are. So I actually love this beer because it's lighter and it's not as heavy as those dark beers. Yeah, I've drank many a pint of this one at Wolf's Ridge and it is delicious. <laughs> many a pint. I don't have a problem. and michelle you don't even like coffee do you i don't i don't like coffee um nor do i really like the coffee flavor very much but it's very good in this beer just because it isn't a stout it's not heavy like you said it's a light coffee yeah so it's good it's really good so if you see it at your local grocery store get it it's really good you won't be disappointed uh michelle what are you drinking I am drinking from BrewDog the Clockwork Tangerine Citrus Session IPA, um, which is just a really delicious IPA with, um, you know, an orange flavor to it. I really uh, enjoy BrewDog, obviously. I drink that a lot. And um, I thought it was appropriate for today's podcast because, you know, um, Clockwork, Turn Back the Clock, Go Back in Time, Bring Dinosaurs Back. This is a time travel movie, right? Yep. (laughs) Kind of. <laughs> Danny, what are you drinking? I am drinking the Cidergeist, or also known as the Rheingeist, uh, Bloom, in honor of Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah. Hot bod. <laughs> it's not Jeff Goldblum. I don't think so. <laughs> and it's a nice gold color. So, you know, it's, it's all for him. Cheers to Jeff Goldblum. And it's, it's, uh, I don't really like, um, 
ciders that much because they're pretty sweet. sweet. Yeah. This one, this one's not too bad. It's a pear and elderflower and I kind of like it. So. Oh, that sounds really good. I love pear. Sounds good. Yeah. I think the elderflower makes it a little less sweet. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had something with elderflower in it. It's very interesting. Would you have one uh, for me on Saturday when I come over? <laughs> yeah, I got, I got a six pack so you can have one. Perfect. <laughs> All right. While we get sloppy, we're going to play the sloppy spellcasting. Professor Dumbledore has granted me permission to start this little dueling club. So, if you haven't seen our not-so-viral sloppy spellcasting challenge, go view it now on TikTok. It's the whitest thing you'll ever see. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we're going to try it out. We're going to try out the sloppy spellcasting challenge, also known as the drunk duel, which I came up with afterwards, which I'd like better. But we're going to keep them both. We're going to try it on the pod. So here are the rules. Manda and Mish will have to take turns casting spells at each other. No repeats or hesitations. The loser has to drink. No. Okay. Oh, God. I know. As if you're not already drinking. Okay. <laughs> Let's do this. The theme for this duel is the letter A. You two have 10 seconds to think of some spells. That have to that start with, start the, letter with the letter A. Yeah. Oh, my God. I got to write this down. Wait, don't start the 10 no, seconds. No, you only have yet. 10 seconds. The whole point is for it to be difficult. All right. Mish, you start. Let's go. Alohomora. Accio. Avada Kedavra. I don't have another one. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I had those three. <laughs> See, it's harder with a with a theme, but I felt like you guys would have just had like spells ready to go. Michelle literally so. killed me. She killed me. It literally killed you. Yeah. And I also at least had one more, which is uh, Aguamenti. Yeah. Oh, God. After that, I was uh, I was really going to be trying to rely on memory. <laughs> <laughs> In my 10 seconds, I prepared three. So, yeah. Pretty good. Anyway, if you guys like this, if you didn't, if you did, it doesn't matter. Go ahead and check out our TikTok. And you can do the Sloppy Spellcasting Challenge, too. Just tag us on TikTok. Yeah. And nothing really matters. I mean, whatever. Yeah, no one's listening. <laughs> I think it's pretty fun. We'll try to think of better themes for next time to make it uh, so that no. we have more. Next more time's going to be a spell starting with B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then they'll, we'll know. Mm -hmm. We'll cheat. Okay. Good job, guys. Okay. Okay, everybody. Hold on to your butts. It's time to sort. When I call your name, you will come forth. I shall place a sorting hat on your head, and you will be sorted into your houses. I'll start us off. I have Robert Muldoon. And he's a clever dude, but not as clever <laughs> as that clever girl raptor that mauled him to death. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that being said, he's going to Ravenclaw. He always hated the Velociraptors, and for good reason. He knew they'd kill him someday. He, his insight on these beasts also helped save Ellie's life. She was all like, we can outrun them. And he was like, no way, lady. You run. I'll distract them like an idiot and die. So he's a Ravenclaw. I see yeah. it. I mean, I, you know, I do think that it would have been better for him as a character if when he had died, he had said, I told you so. Um, you know, like really rubbed it in 
people's faces a little bit more, like the audience, I guess, since no one else is around him. But you right. could make it. You could make a Gryffindor argument, since he did lure them away and he knew how dangerous they were, and he was basically like killing himself, sacrificing yeah. himself. Yeah. What by, a ki- by killing right? himself <laughs> <laughs> by dying. Exactly. So I mean, I, you can you you could you could say Gryffindor, but I do think ultimately, like, cle- he is a clever boy for knowing they were clever girls. Right. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, that's the real. No, exactly. All right, I'm up next, and I am sorting John, aka Ray Arnold. You might be wondering who that is. It's Samuel L. Jackson. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know that he had his character had a name. I just thought it was Samuel L. Jackson. So, <laughs> in case you weren't sure, it's tough sorting Sam because it's um, Sam <laughs> because he seems like a really smart guy, right? He's like, oh, he's got Sam. Okay. He's, got, he's got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, and he's like typing away at the computer. And he hates hackers, but he's like obviously like you know, a smart computer guy or whatever, but he wasn't smart enough to know that please is the magic word. <laughs> and I think everybody learns that when they're like four years old, right? Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, dumb. But he was smart enough to know that sometimes you just got to hold on to your butts. <laughs> sometimes you got to clap your cheeks with, wow. your hand, with your hands <laughs> as you're holding them up. <laughs> Not that, not you, dirty minds. I swear <laughs> to God, that's not what I meant. Um, anyway, I think that intelligence, that that um, wit, outweighs how dumb he was. So Ravenclaw. Okay. Yeah, I I think you could do a Slytherin argument because he would not shut down the system because it was inconvenience him. <laughs> um, when a whole bunch of people are dying, would you just shut down the system? So, but I like your Ravenclaw argument as well. Minus the smoking, that's never smart. But, um, no, I, yeah, I see, there are things he does, but I think ultimately, like, it's sort of like, you know, avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan, that's good advice. Like, pull on your butts. <laughs> yeah. Samuel L. Jackson, that's good advice. For sure. I think that he deserves to be in Ravenclaw just because of that, that advice. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. definitely. I've been holding on to my butt since 1993. <laughs> when I first heard him say that. So it served it's, me well. It's funny because Justin always says that, like when we're making like a tight turn in the car or something. And I'm like, God, where in the world did he get that? And I just recently watched Jurassic Park again, obviously. And I was like, that's where he got it. He says that all the time. Yeah. And I mean, he says it twice in the movie, which is kind of silly. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. I love that that's like his catchphrase. Yeah. Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> All right. You guys ready to move on to Dennis Nedry? This guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This All guy. Right. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> All right. So Dennis Nedry is going to Gryffindor. Um, I think he's pretty bold and reckless, which, you know, are the biggest Gryffindor traits. Um, he is very outspoken about his financial issues. Like, thanks, dad. He's willing to go to unethical ways to make up for his debt. Debt. Oh my God, debts. Debt, 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 debt. Hey, you can make a soundtrack out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. 
He is very outspoken about his financial issues, thanks dad, and is willing to go to unethical ways to make up his debts by, you know, stealing those embryos and selling them while well, trying to sell them. Mm-hmm. Um, determined about getting those embryos to the dock, he even thinks it's wise to insult a dinosaur. You probably shouldn't say to a very dangerous dinosaur, no wonder why you're extinct. Like, too soon, Mr. Nedry, they remember. (laughs) (laughs) And that's another point. Did he just not know that the dinosaur was dangerous? Because we all learned about that dinosaur early in the movie, right? The Dilsophorus? (laughs) Anybody know how to say that? Yeah, (laughs) Dildosophorus. Yeah. Nice. You know, the dinosaur spits venom in your face and kills you. Typical Gryffindor to work in a dinosaur park and to not know anything about dinosaurs. (laughs) It seems as though his plan was not very well thought out. Like, you should have anticipated that very severe storm and all the rain. So that's why I'm putting him into Gryffindor. Although him putting in, you didn't say the magic word when the computer was being hacked, is a very strong argument for Ravenclaw. But we're going to stick with Gryffindor on this one. I mean, he is a big dick. And that fits into <laughs> Gryffindor. He's like so dick. But I don't um I don't understand ultimately what and I'm not I, and I do think this actually feeds into Gryffindor too. I don't understand what his fucking plan was because his he puts his own fucking face up and just basically shouts, I did this shit. Um where did he think that there were gonna be no legal repercussions for him when he caused the like death of all those people? Like what was the plan? I don't I don't know. I don't yeah, that's know. a great point. Like it's it just, just didn't like he. It's not very well thought out, which is totally right. Gryffindor. Like he right. was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna get these embryos, not even think of this plan, and I'm just gonna go for it, and everything like hits the freaking fan." Right. It's, it's like stupid. he signed. He signed his crime, and right. I'm not entirely sure what he thought was like. So, like how he was. How was he ever gonna get away with this? Is my question. Yeah. True. Like Danny, they figured it Danny, out. can you explain it to me, Danny? <laughs> I, I doubt it. Doesn't I mean, they like figured out it was him, it. like in the beginning, like <laughs> early on when everything was like shutting down. They figured out it was him. He fucking he he was like, didn't say the magic word, and it's his fucking face. Of course, they figured out it was him. Yeah, I mean that's so true. What was he gonna do if he got away with it? Like, or at least was able to get to the East Dock and not get killed? Like, yeah, what was you're the gonna plan? get arrested, dude? <laughs> I feel like his scene where he like dies was one of the ones that really stuck with me. Though. Yeah, it was, it was just dramatic. so stupid. Oh yeah, uh, but it's for like, sure, it's stuck in my mem- my memory. Yeah. yeah, like why are you talking to a dinosaur like that? Yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> no wonder why you're extinct. I'm gonna come down here and kill you. Okay. Yeah. No wonder why you're dead. <laughs> right, Dennis. No Stupid wonder. Dennis. Hey guys, I gotta slither in. Okay. Oh, already? All right. Let's do cool. it. Slytherin! Did you hear that? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. This is, oh, also from Ryan Geis, Danny. I think we're drinking the same brewery. Nice. Did you say Ryan Geis? Oh, you, yeah. You are yeah. drinking. Okay. So this is the Cloud Harvest 04. Um, yeah, I've got nothing for this one besides it was in my refrigerator. And plus, it's really good. It's a hazy IPA. Oh, my God. I love hazy IPAs. That is a good beer. I've had that a lot. It's better than the first three. I don't, I don't have a problem. <laughs> better than the first three. That's a good selling point. 
Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm glad they guys. kept trying because I remember listen- one of them was really bad. Yeah, that was. I think that was two. Okay. <laughs> so they they really uh, got it together with the fourth one. <laughs> and it's uh, I think it's like seven percent. What uh, what is this? Oh god, I'm not gonna be able to find it. I'm so bad at finding percentages on these stupid things. <laughs> Cans. Yeah. Cans. Okay. I can't find it. It doesn't matter. I think nobody cares. Oh, wait. It's 6.5%. Yeah. No one actually cares. No one listens. It's fine. All right. Onward. I have Henry Wu. And Henry Wu is an evil genius, which normally belongs to Ravenclaws, but he's going to Gryffindor. Henry loves dinos, he thinks they're so cool. So much so that he skips a bunch of steps and starts creating them and cloning them as fast as possible, not caring about the risk. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't have a full genome, he just starts filling it in with other species' DNA, and that's pretty reckless, especially if you don't do all the research. Like, how did he not know that froggy he got the DNA from could change its sex? God, how... I, I guess everybody knows that, stupid Henry Wu. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm a dumb, I, I dumb Gryffindor. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> That's it. I know all about frogs. <laughs> <laughs> I know they go ribbit, ribbit. Yeah. And I, yeah. If, yeah. They, and they would start as tadpoles. Oh, did yeah. Henry, they're so cute. Did Henry Wu know that? Did Henry know, Wu know that I had a bunch of tadpoles in a box filled with water once when I was a kid and then they became frogs and they escaped? Did he know? Probably. I think yeah. he did. Yeah. He started his life. We all did that. I think, but I agree with you that he's reckless. It's super reckless to just be like, basically playing God, as Ian says, right? Oh, like, yeah, definitely. Just really just like, oh, I am a mad scientist. Here are my Frankenstein creations. Oh, my God. I can't believe they killed so many people. <laughs> like, <laughs> Pikachu face. Like, are we serious? Like, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, he he was nice, though, you know? Like, he's nice. <laughs> yeah, sure. He's nice. Hashtag reckless. Nice guy deep down. Good guy he's deep a nice, down. He's a good guy deep down. <laughs> deep down. I don't think he did it on purpose. I think he's just a reckless dumb uh, dumb. I think he just got excited because, you know, the it was working. He was making these dinos and he's like, yay, I'm going to make more. And then mm-hmm. just like kind of got in over his head a little bit and didn't think about yeah. the consequences. So that sounds like a, a legit Gryffindor. So yeah, Danny, I agree. Speaking of a uh, Big dumb dinosaur nerd. I'm sorting Tim Murphy next. <laughs> the blood. What is he? The blood lawyer or something like that? No, he's no, the kid. He's the kid. Oh, oh, we I not sorting think... the lawyer. Apparently not. Oh yeah, sorry. Okay. Keep anyway, <laughs> little Tim, little Timmy. Um, he he knows what he loves, and he loves dinosaurs, and he also loves. The man who tells him about dinosaurs, and that man does not love him back. But he doesn't care. That man being <laughs> Dr. Alan Grant. He doesn't care. He's just going to follow him around and worm his way into Dr. Grant's heart. Uh, and our hearts, as the audience, frankly. Mm-hmm. So, let me tell you a story about me. So, last night, I was at a bar. And I was hanging out with my work friend, Rachel. And her husband came to pick her up, and I met him. For the first time. 
he sat down and she was like, hey, this is Michael. And I was like, hey, Michael, what are you passionate about? I hate small talk. So <laughs> I think that because Tim Murphy and I have a lot in common, because he didn't even introduce himself. He just walked right up to Dr. Grant and was like, bleh, all over him about dinosaurs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I respect the hell out of that. So I'm putting Timmy in Hufflepuff. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's a talker. He's passionate. And Hufflepuffs are passionate. That's yeah. true. And he's passionate cute. about cookies. I'm so passionate about cookies. I love Tim. He's cute. He's so adorable. I love that he just tries to get Dr. Grant's attention all the time and just loves learning about dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so cute. And he also has some really good dad jokes as a child. Like, what do you call the blind dinosaur? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Justin and I had to, like, really think about that. Do you think he saw us? <laughs> <laughs> it took us so long to get that joke. Really? I think Justin actually had to look it up. Yeah, I know. Not one of our finer moments. Oh, God. <laughs> I honestly don't remember this happening in the movie, but I saw a quote and um, I was like, that's actually pretty funny. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Shall we move on to Alex Murphy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Lex does a great job unleashing her Ravenclaw tendencies after a while. Okay. So yes, a T-Rex comes out and they're trying, he's trying to get them. And so she starts out the movie by getting a flashlight and waving it around to what? I don't know. Distract the dinosaur. Literally have no idea what her thought process was, but I'm pretty sure getting a flashlight and waving it around in front of a dinosaur is likely the dumbest thing you can do, but that's okay. Because why am I putting into Ravenclaw? Well, at the end of the movie, she does this hacker girl shit and actually figures out how to lock the doors, which was totally exciting, and she totally redeems herself with those Ravenclaw tendencies. She also knows when to be cautious around dinosaurs and is always willing to be the first one to ask, is it meat-eating? Because let's be honest, we're all asking that question, right? She's just mm-hmm. the first one to say it. Yeah. So it took her a little bit to get there, but she definitely transformed into a great little Ravenclaw. Yeah, is it meat eating is a great question. And like the people are the meat in this situation. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, really I guess other question. dinosaurs are the meat too, but the movie well, is movie, based there's a off lot of human meat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what kind of dummy doesn't know that um there is uh, bone marrow in Jello? <laughs> <laughs> right all of them yeah all the dummies so i don't know if i put her in ravenclaw for that reason okay but (laughs) you know what she still knows how to lock those doors in a really uh contentious situation she's a ravenclaw come on just get on board all right right. what would you put her in i don't know I know, right? I had a hard time putting her into a house. <laughs> she's kind of boring, honestly. I know, she's really boring. I just don't... <laughs> can anybody understand why she waved that flashlight? Like, what? Was she, like, signaling to the car, like, hey, we're still in here? Like, I, I don't understand. Does anybody know? I don't know. Maybe she was just uh, trying to see, because it's really dark. Maybe. 
Oh, I didn't even think about that because, you know, it's not, the movie doesn't make it seem like it's dark, but it probably is really dark. It's pretty dark in the, I think. No, you're right. No, no, no. It is dark, but like you can see everything in the movie. Still not a smart move, but. Why are these kids even here? You know, that's the ultimate question. And that's maybe more of a question for John. (laughs) It's like, why the fuck are these kids here? (laughs) It's fucking dangerous. Anyway. Your grand your grandchildren are one of the first people to take the Jurassic Park tour. So strange to me. Right. Sorry, we shall just move on to John Hammond. All right. I'm up next with John Hammond. And he's just a super rich, fluffy, old white guy who loves to wear white. <laughs> Is he Colonel Sanders? <laughs> he's very similar. Okay. And he spared no expense on his white wardrobe. And in my experience, wearing white is pretty brave. I avoided it at all costs. So I'm going to go with Gryffindor. (laughs) There are some other. Yeah, I mean, you're walking around like a dino park and you're wearing white? Yeah. Okay. Oh my God, I just realized in the new ones that uh, the main character, the female, she wears all white too. Yeah. What is it? I don't don't know. It's not something I would do. Right. But anyway. Yeah. There's some other brave moments, though. Uh, first, he just grabs someone else's bottle of champagne out of their fridge and opens it. Like, super rude. Why didn't he bring some of his own? <laughs> Second, he admitted to Malcolm that he was wrong. Always a brave thing to do. And last, he made Jurassic Park. And that in <laughs> itself is brave because deadly dinos. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the point right there, for sure. And the white part. That he's wearing white. Sorry, not that he is white. <laughs> yeah, the fact that he's white, super brave, super brave in this climate to be white. Honestly, so you know, kudos to him. Um, no, but I, I do, uh, I do agree that he is a very bold, reckless motherfucker to to do to do anything that he does in this to create the park, to wear white from head to toe, to bring his grandchildren. Into an untested park for them to die in. Like, all of it. He is very reckless. hmm Hashtag reckless. But you can make a Hufflepuff argument because he is eating that ice cream and he can't have that ice cream go to waste. That's true. Well, That's true. Yeah. That's very Hufflepuffy. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. My mind might be changed. <laughs> you can be a... Combine those two. Griff. Puff. Griffin, Griffin Puff. <laughs> Just because of the ice cream alone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Danny had a really, really well thought argument, and we all were on board with Amanda. Was like, but ice cream, and we we're like, mm, Griffin Puff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you though? Because I'm pretty sure you don't. I hate ice cream cake. She hates There's it in the form of cake. She hates it when it's formed into a cake. <laughs> I like soft served ice cream. Whatever. Oh yeah. That's stupid. Stupid. I'll take any kind of ice cream. I mean, I will, but soft serve is the worst kind of ice cream. Whatever. You're just saying that because I said it's the best kind. No, I'm not. I am not that petty. It legitimately <laughs> is the worst kind of ice cream. It's the easiest to eat. Why does that make it the best? Because I like to eat things that are easy. Oh my god. <laughs> That's very sexual, Amanda. It's very I know. sexual. As I was saying it, I was like, I god. like to eat things that are easy too, but not ice cream. <laughs> right oh god yeah all right ian ian i'm gonna good man ian i'm gonna sort jeff goldblum aka ian malcolm (laughs) 
And uh, I mean, come on, man. What are we even doing here? Uh, do I even have to fucking do this? It's obviously Babe House, obviously. <laughs> obviously. I mean, what am I? It's like, well, I'm wasting everybody's time doing this. But, you know, here we go. Okay. Dude has some game, right? Like that chaos, ex- quote unquote, experiment he does dropping the water on Ellie's hand. I mean, man, Ellie's a lot stronger than me because I'm pretty sure I would have ripped my shirt off in that Jeep. Like, <laughs> and gone for it. You know, so like I, I'm impressed with the man's game, and of course there's the iconic scene where his shirt's open, his beautiful broad chest is just on display for everybody. He's all sweating and breathing heavy, and there's like a little bit of blood, but not an attractive amount of blood, just like a manly amount of blood. Uh, yes, please, thank you. I will take seconds of that. So, um, Babe House, as you know, I think it's just very clear. Yeah. I also like that he's a mathematician. So, I mean, you can also put the nerdy aspect on it. And he's a babe as well. So, really, you're getting, like, the full freaking package. Yeah, I feel like we could have very good conversations after we bone. Like, really thoughtful conversations, too. You definitely could. Yeah. (laughs) And he cares so much about the people, which is a Hufflepuff thing. You know, loyal Mm -hmm. to humans. Like, those dinosaurs are going to eat people. Like he's very yeah. aware of that. He uh-huh. is. He's very aware of it. He's very <laughs> concerned about everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, if the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the pirates don't eat the tourists. <laughs> like the dinos will. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah, the he one. Some... He's the one with the biggest moral compass, right? Where he's like constantly like, John, what you're doing here is fucked. <laughs> 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 and you know what? When um the dinos get out and. Like Alan goes out first to distract the T Rex, and Ian's all like, "Oh God, I got to get out there too." <laughs> so he's like, "Yeah, I." He helps. He's very helpful, yeah, um, and kind to step up, but he totally messed it up. And he did know, mess it up. But Hufflepuff do that. It's a little Hufflepuff. Yeah, <laughs> and he I, mess, I mess shit up every day. Oh and yeah, you know what? he definitely knows that that is a big pile of shit. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Hufflepuffs know their shit. <laughs> All righty. Shall we move on to Ellie? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I have Ellie Sattler, and I'm actually putting her into Slytherin. For all the good reasons of Slytherin, she doesn't scheme. Well, maybe she does. I don't really know. But she schemes for women to inherit the earth. For sure. (laughs) She's very, very ambitious. She has some of the best feminism quotes in the movie, like, dinosaur eat man, woman inherits the earth. Like, hell yeah. And we... We can discuss sexism and survival situations when I get back, which is true. Like, yes, take the lead, Ellie. Mm -hmm. She is not afraid to take the lead and get things done. She is actually very resourceful by going right to the source to get it, to see if the sick dinosaur was eating any of the poisonous plant. She just digs her hands right in that dinosaur droppings like it's no big deal. And Ian's right. Hopefully she washed her hands afterwards. (laughs) She is a little pushy to Dr. Grant to have kids. Yikes. Um, But basically, I think Ellie is a badass, lovable character. She isn't afraid to tell it exactly like it is. Like, it's a freaking illusion. Dr. What's his name? Hammond. (laughs) And um, she takes charge to get things done her way and won't stop until the job is done. So she's a Slytherin, but she's on the good side of Slytherin, which I don't think we do very often. True. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, thoughts. She's got a lot, guys... Yeah, she's got a lot of pride, right? She's got a lot of pride in herself, 
her abilities. She knows she's kick-ass. She knows that she's not just some wilting flower of a woman who can't be helpful in these types of situations. And she's just she's a badass about it. So I yeah, agree. and she's not afraid to just like uh, stay get with her hands that. dirty. She's yeah. not afraid to get her hands dirty. <laughs> she's also not afraid to uh, stay behind to watch over that. Is it a rhinoceros that one dinosaur? <laughs> yeah, it's a rhinoceros. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a rhinoceros. Yeah. <laughs> No. no, you got it. Triceratops. Thank you. <laughs> you got it. Rhinoceroses are not dinosaurs. Yeah, they're, they're current <laughs> animals. <laughs> yeah, current animals. Tri- I thought it, so. I knew, like, I heard the rye, and I was like, Triceratops, rhinoceros. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, she stays behind with that Triceratops. And she doesn't care that everyone else is going back. She'll just stay behind by herself. Well, with that one guy who she doesn't know. But, you know, I love her. And plus, shout out to Laura Dean. She's great. Dern. Laura Dern. Dern. Damn it. <laughs> and I'm frank. I frankly am going to disown you for not knowing her name. She's, uh, she's marvelous. I know. She's great. She's really good in Big uh, Little Lies. But shout out to Laura Dern. She is incredible. And I really feel like that she is exactly like Ellie in real life. I just like imagine her like that. Yeah, when I met her, she was like, <laughs> like I don't think she is, but you know, <laughs> you know, I just like to imagine these things. Yeah, guys. whatever, whatever floats your boat, whatever fantasies get you through the day. You know, thank you. And You're that welcome. one got me through the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna slither in. Ooh, Do it. yeah, but it's not beer, so I just gotta, I gotta jingle my ice. <laughs> slither in. I think we need a beer, like, a sound drop. A beer can. Well, I am slithering in, or slithering, with gin and juice. By gin and juice, I mean I still had one of those little bottles of gin from that other episode, and I just got some of Leo's juice and mixed them together. Ooh, it's a mommy cocktail. I am resourceful. It's a mommy mommy cocktail. It's not very good. Well, I don't like gin, but we've had it for a month, so we need to get rid of it. This seems like a good opportunity. All right. I have Alan Grant, Dr. Alan Grant, and he is also going to Slytherin, but not for the good reasons. (laughs) Okay. Early in the movie, he scares the crap out of that brat kid with the raptor claw. Then he also admits he hates kids. Sorry. Oh, Alan. Oh, Alan. (laughs) Just watch your intestines fall out of your body. Okay. That's basically what he told the kid. I know. (laughs) Okay, he's also a traditionalist, and by that I mean he's really bad with technology, and he likes that old-timey abacus. There's something truly ambitious about being in a career that is all about dead dinosaurs. You're just digging up some dry bones day after day, and you just get a little bit of knowledge about an extinct species. Um, He's also a little resourceful. He uses that flair to distract the T-Rex. And he finds a comfy tree to sleep in. So that's good. <laughs> and finally, his true Slytherin colors come out when he fakes getting zapped by the fence. That's a cruel joke. Especially considering what happens to Tim. I'm with Lex. That isn't funny, Slither Allen. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true about the fence. I didn't even think about that. That is such a Slytherin freaking thing to do. Also, I think it's foreshadowing, but you know, whatever. It's also kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and he's like, and I not, just said it wasn't. 
he's like not funny at all throughout the the movie and then all of a sudden he like does this like prank and i'm like where the freaking i did this come from yeah i mean right? if i was in this situation it would not be funny but you know now right having watched the movie multiple times it's kind of funny it is fun seeing him like get to know the kids and like actually getting like a good relationship with them and it's very oh, yeah. hard for me. No, he's a boring man. Like I'm not into it. Yeah. Like thank God the fun. new ones have Chris Pratt to entertain me. <laughs> you know, because like Alan Grant wasn't fucking doing it back in the day. <laughs> oh well, my God, Chris in. Pratt. Chris Pratt is the bomb.com. I love him. I love the new movies because of him. The bomb.com. Is it 2005? Like what's yes. the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah. we went back we in time this a while ago. <laughs> he saw that and a bag of chips <laughs> oh my god i love that i'm gonna say that from now on Thank you. <laughs> yeah he is very boring but he really comes into himself at the yeah. end Where, where'd you put him so they're in yeah who cares <laughs> <laughs> no, no no i agree i agree with you all right, guys, should we mash up the two worlds? Let's do it. Let's do it. Magical mashup. Okay, so on this segment of Magical Mashup, um, I decided because, as you guys may know, or maybe you don't know to our listeners, that the two scores from Jurassic Park and the first three Harry Potter movies are by the same guy, John Williams. Okay. Um, yeah, everyone knows <laughs> that. I didn't know that. <laughs> but I and did. Our listeners know- might not know me. Yeah. Oh, well, all right. And I didn't know that John Williams actually does a lot of famous movies, so it makes sense. Um, but so for this magical mashup segment, I decided to um, play some of the Jurassic Park music. Well, I guess like the main theme song of Jurassic Park over the Harry Potter movie. So it is the scene where um, in Sorcerer's Stone, the students are seeing Hogwarts for the first time. And then the Harry Potter music, so Hedwig's theme over the Jurassic Park movie. And that's when they see the dinosaur for the first time. Um, I sent you guys both the videos, but I figured that we could probably talk about it. And then for our listeners, we could upload them on our Instagram account when we drop this episode. And then also our TikTok account. I did. I switched okay, to music. I see. Yes. I love the technology of you playing it and just recording it. You're... Recording yeah. your TV on your phone. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Awesome. Yeah, I love and that. And that song, the the Jurassic Park like scene or whatever. It oh, it always gives me chills. I oh, remember when I saw Jurassic World, and there's that moment where they like show the new park and they play the music, and I was like, oh god, goose like real goosebumps from that. Like a big nostalgia hit for sure. Mm-hmm. And it was really good with the Harry Potter with Hedwig's theme too. That was really cool, Amanda. Yeah, that yeah. was a really good idea, Amanda. Yeah. So, so everybody needs to go check that out on our TikTok or on our Instagram. It's really oh, good. Aw, thanks, guys. So um I got the idea as soon as I realized that John Williams composed the score. And then um Justin actually helped me. And you know, he's he's done videos before, so he's actually really good at this stuff. And he was kind of giving me pointers and um, we did the Harry Potter scene first with the Jurassic Park music, and it it worked out so perfect. I was like, "Holy Winoli. I don't like <laughs> this is insane!" Just like Holy how it, Winoli. like we got it on the we got it on two tries. <laughs> Justin and I got it on two tries, and it, it it just it gave me chills too the first time. Like I saw it on with the 
camera and everything. And then um, the Jurassic Park one took a little bit. I, I couldn't, I didn't know what scene I wanted to use, but that one seemed like the most appropriate because it was the first time they were seeing a dinosaur for the first time. And then with Harry Potter, it was the first time they were seeing the Hogwarts uh, castle for the first time. But yeah, it was yeah. really fun for me to shoot. I really liked it. So that's really awesome. I love it. What a great idea. Yeah, really, really cool. good idea. Very clever. Clever girl. <laughs> oh, thank you. I know I'm not clever very often. So when I thought about this, I was like, yes, Amanda, good job. This is like my mm -hmm. one magical mashup that I have. Don't expect <laughs> me to do any more, guys. <laughs> it's definitely better than that time you basically just like ran through your Ferris Bueller Harry Potter fan fiction real quick. <laughs> Um, I love that. that no, I so loved funny. it too, but this is better. I'm just saying this is better. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting there, guys. I'm getting better. <laughs> All right, now it's time to play a little Mad-Eye Moody Libs. I have got the best Mad Libs for you guys today. Spared no expense. <laughs> nice. Are you barking, Matt? First, uh, oh, let me explain. So what I'm going to do is it's like basically like Mad Libs, guys, if you've never heard this before. Uh, and I'm going to ask him for words and shit and they're going to tell me and I'm going to read the thing at the end and we're all going to laugh. <laughs> it's going to be great. So, um, <laughs> the first thing I need is a verb ending in ing. Running. <laughs> Every time? Every I had time to do it. I, I had to do it. Every time? Uh, adjective. Stinky. <laughs> a school subject. Uh, or any, history. Or just any, kind, any kind of like subject. History. Oh, dinosaur. Dinosaurs? Okay. A noun? Shit. A verb, a verb ending in ed. Wrestled. Nice. Another verb ending in ed. Demolished. Tricked. Oh, that's good. Oh, tricked is also good. You can pick which one we use. Thanks. A, ver a verb ending in ing. Galloping. Swallowing. <laughs> no, swallowing is good. Sorry. <laughs> Ooh, you dirty girl. <laughs> um, a verb? Uh, clone. Clone? Okay. Mm -hmm. Noun? Egg. Hogwarts. Oh, okay. Uh, Egg? Uh, next one's a noun, so I can do Hogwarts for that, Amanda. Or actually, Hogwarts. I have place. Okay, that's good for Hogwarts. So let's do play, yeah. Um, and then well, another noun. Oh, the T-Rex. Okay. Noun. Buffy. Tsunami. <laughs> tsunami. <laughs> okay, another noun. Oh, um, toilet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Verb ending in ed. Hacked. Nice. Uh, I need another one. Verb ending in ed. Cursed. I did not hear either of you. I said cursed. Danny said screamed. Screamed. Oh, screamed. Yeah. It was cursed. Uh, verb. Drink. 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 <laughs> uh, another verb. Laughed. Wait. Is that a verb? Laughed. Laughed is, yeah. Yeah. Laugh, yeah. An adjective? Um. Bright. Okay. Wet. Another Okay, wet. Good. We'll do that. Any another adjective? <laughs> another adjective. Green. Okay. Uh, a character name. Uh, Ellie. An adjective. Muddy. Okay. Ew. And yes. that's uh, that's it. So hold on. Woo! We did it, Danny. 
Yeah. Virtual high the five. Hard part. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Um, okay, so what I have for you today is that time that Harry got super pissed at Ron Hermione for daring to say he was good at things and then shout at, the, at them because he was a moody 15-year-old. Okay. Yeah. Don't sit there running like you know better than I do. I was there, wasn't I? I know what, what went on, all right. I didn't get through any of that because I was stinky at dinosaur studies. I got <laughs> through it all because... Because shit came at the right time. Or because I wrestled. But I just demolished through it all. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Stop swallowing. You don't know what it's like. You, neither of you, you've never had to clone him, have you? You think it's just memorizing a bunch of eggs and throwing them at a T-Rex like you're in Hogwarts or something? The whole time you're sure you know there's nothing between you and dying except your own, your own tsunami or toilet or whatever. <laughs> Like, you can think straight when you know you're about to, a nanosecond from being hacked or cursed or watching your friends drink. <laughs> oh, my God, the horror. They've never taught us that in their classes, what it's like to laugh with these things like that. And you two sit there acting like I'm a bright, wet boy to be standing here green like <laughs> Ellie was muddy, like she messed up. You just don't get it. That could just as easily have been me. <laughs> Stop oh swallowing. <laughs> that ending was so good. <laughs> that was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, that was really Thank good. You. Yeah. All right. All right. It's All time right. to spill that beer to serum. The time has come for answers. Have you brought the beer to serum? And for season three, we're going to take it back to something that came up at the end of season two. And we're gonna yeah. just ask Manda. Hey, Manda, are you a Hufflepuff? <laughs> oh, that is a good question. So I've been going through like you know a uh, midlife Hogwarts crisis. Oh, crisis! Oh my god, well, we're here for you, girl. Or I guess a quarter life. Well, I don't know because I'm thirty, so like a uh, one. Third. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not gonna <laughs> one third a thirty-three percent life crisis. That's what I yeah. call it. Yeah. <laughs> And I just don't know because I just don't feel like I'm Gryffindor because I really like cookies. Guys, that's not enough. No, it is. No, you don't enough. know how much I love cookies. <laughs> well, you know, Ron, he loves eating. So, guys, I dream about cookies. I ate two cookies today. I had two cookies yesterday. <laughs> I'm yeah. not lying. I legitimately did have those cookies. I, I think what cookies. we need to happen right now is for you to take a quiz. This one is is not the standard one. It's not the um, Pottermore one. I think it's uh, it's just random. I just found it. So let's okay, do it. Email it to me. All right. Oh, are you gonna ask do it on me the, the question? Yeah, yeah, let's do it right now. Okay. You are you are making a PowerPoint presentation for a class project. You a take charge, organize everyone, and end up doing almost everything. B do as little as you can. Ah, the perks of group projects. C do a little of everything. Or D do most of the research and writing, but let other people make it flashy. Do a little of everything. Okay. It was between that and do most of the research and writing, but let other people make it flashy. But uh, Next one is, do you cheat in class? Absolutely not. You try not to, but sometimes it's the only way to stay afloat. Yes, a fair amount. Everybody does it, dot, dot, dot. If you count sharing answers and helping friends who are struggling. Absolutely not. Okay. 
when you die, you hope to be wealthy enough to provide for many generations of your family, have achieved success and traveled the world, be surrounded by lifelong friends, or have learned everything there is to know. Have achieved success and traveled the world, for sure. Okay. That, I know that's the Gryffindor answer. <laughs> I think it's the Slytherin answer. Oh. But we'll see. You see a group of bullies picking on a nerd, and it's, and it's me. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that makes it different. <laughs> no, no, just just a generic nerd. You go up to the bullies. <laughs> generic and, nerd. You go up to the bullies and yell in their faces. You find the nerd afterward and reach out to him. You sympathize with the nerd, but walk on by, and you think it's a little funny. Find the nerd afterwards and reach out to him for sure. There's an, ad, there's an ad. Fuck you, ad. <laughs> Which of these entertainment professions most appeals to you? Agent, screenwriter, major movie star, entertainment lawyer zero i hate them all um okay so if i had to pick one agent okay how do you flirt with someone you like you don't you tell someone straight up if you like them you try to have a real deep conversation you make witty jokes and smile coyly to charm the pants off of them or you deliver a great cheesy pickup or wink at them oh my god i don't know can i get justin in here i'm gonna say try to have a real deep conversation okay in high school, your favorite extracurricular was student government, a sports team, a student club, a debate, a debate or academic team. Would we say band is a student club? Mm, I guess so. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah probably say student club. Yeah, I like dramas in there too. So. Yeah, yeah. You get home from the corner store and notice you are a little undercharged. You drive back to the store and pay the difference. Don't worry about it; it's only a few dollars off. We'll tell them the next time you shop there if you ever go back. Can't believe your luck. This is a dumb question. I'm not a bad person, but I'm not going to drive back and pay the difference. <laughs> I'm never going to fucking mention it to them. Like, obviously, <laughs> that's the Hufflepuff one. Yeah. This uh, quiz is a little obvious. I'm going to yeah. say, don't worry about it. It's only a few dollars off. Okay. But then I'm going to think about my karma afterwards, but that's okay. Your idea of a worthwhile summer vacation is hanging out and catching up with friends back home, parachuting or diving off the cliffs of Acapulco. Nope. Uh, curling up <laughs> with a good book on the porch or summer school. Curl. Oh. It's between one and three, guys. Number one or number three? Three. I don't actually have friends back home, so. <laughs> well, your home is currently where you are. Yeah, you are home. I don't actually have friends. So. What about me? We hang it out said, every weekend. <laughs> it said friends, not family. <laughs> oh, if you guys rude. weren't family, you wouldn't be friends. Oh, okay. no, that's so not. Well, probably not. But only, that's you not and, true. only Amanda and Mish wouldn't be friends. <laughs> you hear that I a girl, would still be friends with both of you. <laughs> you. You hear that a girl in your class just switched to writing the same essay topic you've been working on since September, the bitch. You make an appointment with the professor and slip in how you came up with the idea first. You resent her from afar, but say nothing. You don't care. Your good work will speak for itself, or you confront her and ask her not to copy your idea. Oh, I resent her from afar, but say nothing for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how do you get your time alone when you want it? You tell your friends it's a reflection time and retreat to your room. You cancel on a movie date with friends. You disappear for long periods without a word, or you do errands or go for a drive. Uh, disappear for long periods without a word. Sure. Wait, I don't know. Sometimes I cancel. 
let's go cancel on a movie date with friends. That's the Slytherin answer, but okay. All right. And then last one. When planning a group trip, you are the one who worries most about travel plans and lodging. You probably take the responsibility of planning if you can, Danny. Let others worry about destinations and logistics. You're along for a wild ride. Follow the leader and cast your vote when needed. You're on the trip to relax, not stress, or recommend some planning options. You're the backup leader. First one. I hate planning things because of this. (laughs) All right. Oh, I'm a Hufflepuff! Yes! I was a little worried, guys. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a Hufflepuff! (laughs) Woo! (laughs) What'd you get, Amanda? I I got Hufflepuff! (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. There for proof. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Yeah, guys, I love cookies! So are you going to throw away all of your Gryffindor stuff? No. Okay. Are Are you you just going to be like a Gryffindor? I'm going to be a Gryffindor, I think. Okay. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. I'm cool with that. Wow, I can't believe I, got, I thought I didn't even pick any of the Hufflepuff answers, but here we are. All right, well, so Amanda's officially a Gryffindor. I am, guys. Excited for you, Amanda. I I love this journey for you. Uh, I'm happy you guys are a part of it with me. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a hell of a cliffhanger and a hell of a way to end it. So, you know, thanks for listening to all that (laughs) and the rest of the episode. We hope you enjoyed our Jurassic Park shenanigans. Don't forget to like, rate, save, subscribe, or do whatever you're supposed to do so you don't miss an episode. Please follow us on Instagram at sloppy.sorting.hat, on Twitter at sloppy sorting. We're on Facebook, too, and TikTok. Check us out on all those platforms or one of them. I don't care. Uh, Feel free to send us questions and suggestions. We love that shit. And see you, sloppy slops. When you gotta go, you gotta go. (laughs) Mr. Hammond, after careful consideration, I've decided not to endorse your park. Hold on to your butts! (laughs) 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 (laughs)